Hey, you're listening to the Riverdale Podcast. This is episode number 222. My name is Jonathan. Welcome to lovely Riverdale, USA. This is an Archie Comics fan podcast. We update every Saturday morning, and every week we break things up four ways. First up, the book of the week. That's the comic book I read this week. Sometimes it's a new comic book. Sometimes it's an old comic book, but it's always an Archie comic book. We move then to the news of the week. That's what happened in the world of Archie in the week since our last podcast. Then on to new releases. That's what came out this past Wednesday, what will be coming up this coming Wednesday, as well as your digital exclusive of the week. And finally, wrapping up this week, we have a voicemail from a listener. Awesome. I love voicemails. I tell you guys that every week. You're probably tired of hearing about it, but I love voicemails. We're going to listen to respond to one of those uh, during the last quarter of the show, the last portion of the show coming up. Before we jump into the show, I want to, as always, thank everyone who is contributing to the show over at patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. Your money is directly going into paying the bills and hosting fees for this show. That is awesome. Um, uh, if you want to contribute, you can go, as I said, to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast. You can set up a monthly donation of $1, $2, $5, $10. Um, if you give $3 or more, I'll send you a cool little, uh, package of stuff, a tiny package of stuff with, uh, a Riverdale podcast pin, some trading cards, stuff like that. Um, uh, any amount that contributes gets my heartfelt thanks here on the show, um, by name at least once. And, uh, and of course this thank you every single week on the show. So if you're interested in contributing to the show, making it, uh, keep rolling, keep going, get bigger and better. Um, that's the way to do it. Um, thank you guys very much. Let's get into the show. All right. No more fooling around. Let's get serious. Um, and let's talk seriously about this week's book of the week, Jughead and Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number 21. This came out, uh, just this past Wednesday, the first, um, and there's a a few stories I want to get into. Maybe we won't hit all the ones on my list, but we'll, we'll do our best. We're going to jump around quite a bit in this volume. This clocks in around 250 pages. So it is a Jumbo Comics Digest. Lots of great stuff in here. Lots of Sam Shorts, lots of Rex Lindsay, uh, Frank Doyle, Craig Boldman. Just awesome, awesome stuff. We kick off with a cover by Fernando Ruiz of Hot Dog Drinking Out of a Water Fountain. Fantastic. Why not? Um, I saw this gag earlier in the week, um, and then I was recalling it later, and I was trying to think, was that from a comic strip? Was that from, like, where did I see that visual of, like, the dog drinking from the water fountain? I thought maybe it was, like, a Dennis the Menace strip or something. And then I remembered it's the cover for Jughead, number 21. Um, Just goes to show you, I guess, goes to show me anyway, and you can decide whether you agree, um, just how, uh, just uh, the kinship between Archie Comics and and the the classic Sunday strip or daily strip. I don't know. There's a... Um, there's an overlap there, and I I like that. I like when I I like when I'm reminded of that. I think some of the I'm gonna stop that thought there because it's not a complete thought. Let's get into the very first story. Um, and this this features a title that I'm not sure if I understand the pun of. It is uh, Archie in medium comma well ellipses. Um, so I'm not entirely sure medium well done. I mean done is gonna be the the next. 
phrase to go in the order of those words, but I'm I'm really not sure uh, what this is. Um, but it is a pretty uh, classic Archie story. Um, uh, classic in theme. It is, in fact, the brand new story to go into this volume. Um, Alex Simmons wrote this. Pencils by Dan Parent. Inks by Rich Kozlowski. Letters by Jack Morelli. And Glenn's... Uh, <laughs> colors by Glenn Whitmore. <laughs> Maybe I'll get better at this as I go. Um, and the the story is such that, that Archie is very, very disorganized. And has forgotten to do, or has halfway done, just about everything that he is intended to do. Um... And uh, it's just a, a classic case of errors um, and him embarrassing himself in front of Mr. Lodge to top it all off. Um, yeah, a good a good story. Um, just a, a classic Archie messing up kind of kind of situation. What I really loved, uh, moving ahead uh, to just a page, is a Jughead in Dog in It, which is a really, really good story, scripted by the late George Gladier, pencils by Fernando Ruiz, inks by John D'Agostino, letters by Vicky Williams, um, and colors by Barry Grossman. Um, this story starts out with a fantastic um, uh, fair scene. There's a, The fair has come to town in Riverdale. Um, so we have a, a fantastic roller coaster going on in the background. Just um, these scenes where uh, artists can really, really dig in and put in a lot of detail and stuff. And I, I love when Fernando does these sorts of things. Um, there's a really adorable little girl wearing a pig hat, which is fantastic. As I said, there's a roller coaster in the background. There's someone in a giant um, Cosmo the Merry Martian like mascot costume. You can see the little eyes, uh, the eyes of the person wearing it peeking through the uh, the mouth of the costume. You know, a little boy with a balloon. There's a um, a big, I guess, like a sort of inflatable kind of uh, character in the background. It looks a lot like Pop Tate. Really, really fun. I I, I like I love I love that first panel. It was immediately engaging. And as we get in here, um, we find that Archie has brought Betty, Veronica, and Jughead to the fair with a scam in mind, a bit of a scheme in mind. He has decided that Jughead will for sure uh, win the hot dog eating contest. And the prize of the hot dog eating contest is uh, basically the, the key to the fair. You get to, to do everything, eat everything, go everywhere for free, which is pretty awesome. Um, so, And a little unfair that Archie has gone there with almost no money in the hopes that Jughead is going to bail them all out. Unfortunately, uh <laughs> Archie did not realize that Jughead had already won a bunch of eating contests and therefore was uh, disqualified from this particular round. So Jughead enters Archie. Um, and it's just a, a classic, classic tale of Archie getting way in over his head with the intention of doing the right thing, which is quintessential Archie Andrews for sure. Um, so Archie does managed to win the contest and uh, looks a bit worse for the wear. It looks a little wheez woozy. And uh, the final panel is um, Archie uh, is strapped into <laughs> strapped into the roller coaster up front looking incredibly queasy. Looks like he's, he's going to throw up prior to the roller coaster even rolling. And it's it's a, a a a classic example of like be careful what you wish for, um, and just 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 perfect to the T that you know Archie goes in there with uh, every good intention, 
um, when he finds that he's going to have to step in and, and do the contest. He steps in, he does the contest, he wants everybody to have a good time, and it is entirely <laughs> at his expense. Um, and uh, I love that they don't show us what happens on the roller coaster. I love that they just like leave us there. Um, both because probably it's going to be gross to see what happens on the roller coaster, and also because it's just better to leave it to your imagination. Um, I yeah, I absolutely loved that story. I thought it was fantastic. Um, jumping ahead to a few of the first of a few Sam Schwartz drawn stories. The opening splash page to this story, Coming Apart, uh, with art and letters by Sam Schwartz and a script by Frank Doyle. There's no more classic a team than that. So good. When you're talking Jughead comics, you, you really, I mean, dude, heavy hitters. Frank Doyle, Sam Schwartz, love it. This opening panel is fantastic. Um, uh, the, the title of the story is coming apart and we, <laughs> we open with this big panel. It takes up like, uh, you know, two thirds of the page. With uh, Archie underneath the jalopy, Jughead sort of leaning down to see what's going on. And it's drawn from this angle where you're sort of um, above and to the left of the action. I guess it's sort of a three-quarter turn on the jalopy itself, which is just great draftsmanship. Really, really fantastic. And the logo itself, uh, the word coming is uh, sort of, you know... uh, flat and uh, normally oriented and apart uh, the letters itself are sort of busting up and are are laying at an angle in the page um, hard to describe but really really nice to look at really fantastic um, as I look now I'm noticing there's a you know there's a, 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 a like a lamp that's uh, the cord is sort of swung around underneath the car there's some green gunk coming out of the out of the engine just a, a really, really nice piece of art, something that someone could breeze by pretty quickly. Um, but if you really stop to look at it, you you understand what is so great about Sam Schwartz. Um, fantastic. This is a story in which Jughead and Archie are going to look for uh, parts for the jalopy, as always. And Jughead tries to convince Archie to... Uh, to I guess Archie is trying to convince Jughead that his car is classic. It's a collectible. Uh, you know, it's an old Model T Ford and uh, so, so uh, Archie's convincing Jughead of that. So Jughead sort of turns it back on him and says, "All right, if your car is such a collectible, let's take it to the dealership and trade it in, and um, you can decide for yourself how successful that really is." Um, as I breeze by, I want to mention Misery Date, a terrific story by the team of Craig Boldman and Rex Lindsay. Really, really fantastic. That tells you what happens when uh, Archie tries to really sort of hold Jughead's hand and lead him into a dating situation. Um, perfect. Like, better than, better than you could imagine. Really, really, really good. Um, we also, in this issue, we get just one, I believe, that I saw. Dipsy Doodle. Uh, if anyone is unacquainted with Dipsy Doodles, I am waiting for the Dipsy Doodle collection. Maybe, I don't know if it would make a good digital collection because they're all one page gags but i would love to read a bunch of these all together um for anyone who's uninitiated dipsy doodles are these great one-page gags i believe sam schwartz did all of them um they're in black and white and each of them contains jughead uh, making a painting of some kind and then a strange interaction happening between jughead and the painting and generally the thing that he's painting is in color 
Here I find that the paint itself is, and the uh, the sound effects are. Um, in for example, in this particular one, uh, Jughead is painting a cool uh, rocket that is uh, going to fly to Mars. Apparently, it says on the rocket itself, Mars or bust. Um, there's a ring at the door. He goes to answer that the uh, the ring, or oh, maybe it rings because it's lunchtime. He goes to lunch. He comes back from lunch, and the rocket on his canvas has taken off and ripped through the ceiling. This is not the best example. Um, it's not the funniest Dipsy Doodle, but um, that gives you an idea. I love, I love Dipsy Doodles. I think that they're a lot of fun. All right, I think I'll mention two more. Uh, the first of which is Jughead in Slam Dunk. Uh, again, this is uh, Craig Boldman and Rex Lindsay, Rich Kozlowski on the inks, letters by Jack Morelli, colors by Barry Grossman. In this story, Jughead is working as in a uh, Dunk the Chump booth. Uh, one of those uh, dunking booths. You throw the ball at the paddle, the paddle moves, the person gets dumped into the big tank of water. And of course, Jughead has the most fantastic comeback. Uh, he says, Jug, uh, Archie says, uh, Jug, what in the world are you doing here? And Jughead says, seems like easy work. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. That is Jughead, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he doesn't care about getting laughed at. He doesn't care about getting dumped in the water necessarily. He has a job where he gets to sit down all day long. Awesome. Um, who wants to take Jughead off his high horse more than Reggie? Reggie Mantle chipping in his money to, uh, to, to try to get Jughead dunked in the water. And, of course, Jughead uses his wits and uses... Uh, Reggie's own sort of character flaws and uh, personal failings to his advantage. And uh, Jughead comes out on top, which uh, Jughead comes out on top should be the, the book <laughs> that Jughead writes someday. That is that is the title. I'm giving you that one for free. Um, and the last story I want to talk about is another by, oh, I guess this is George Gladier and Sam Schwartz. Um, so George Gladier, the late George Gladier, obviously classic, classic writer. Um, art here by Sam Schwartz. This is a story starring Hot Dog. This is Hot Dog in Zero Hero. Uh, as the story opens, we find <laughs> Jughead, or rather Hot Dog, hiding behind Jughead. Um, there's a, a cat in the foreground. And in the background, we see a ladder leaned up against a tree. And uh, Jughead is is not necessarily scolding, but is very confused with Hot Dog. It's like, how could you let a cat chase you up a tree? Apparently, Jughead has just had to go up the ladder and come back down with his dog. Um, so you've established that Hot Dog's a, a bit of a a bit of a scary cat, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, we then find Jughead and his parents are leaving for the movies. They've left the, left the house empty and dark. Um, perfect prey for a couple of, of bad guys. You know what bad guys look like. They're wearing slacks and nearly identical jackets and hats in different colors. Um, they look, I don't know. I guess they're not really wearing prison uniforms or anything. So they're not quite like the Beagle Boys. But they just, they, they're not scary looking folks by any means. Maybe this is what what burglars look like back in the, the good old days I always hear about. But here they are, uh, uh, breaking into the house, and Hot Dog manages to foil them, not through any sort of heroics, um, but entirely through his own uh, <laughs> timidness and uh, hurriedly running away from them, manages to uh, knock them all up, knock them out, knock them over, um, knock them for a loop, 
Um, really, really good physical comedy. Really, really good stuff uh, by Sam Schwartz. It's a little bit of, um, as I'm looking through here, there's a bit of uh, overlap over the panel borders, which is quintessential Sam Schwartz. I love this story so much. At the end, um, Hot Dog is getting an award from a policeman, and Hot Dog's up on this like podium wearing a police hat. Um, so good. I love it. Um, there's a few more I could mention, but I won't. We're running long. As always, there's always too many stories to talk about, too many great things going on, which is a great problem to have um, every month with a new Archie Digest. So I can't get enough. Um, love it. If you haven't read it, uh, I've only spoiled a few stories for you. There's a bunch more great ones in there. So go out and get a copy of this week's Book of the Week, Jughead and Archie Comics Double Digest number 21. All right, guys, how about this one? We're going to talk about finance. That's right. I have, uh, just like anybody has, I have a, a Google uh, search feature that sends me articles when Archie Comics are mentioned. I have a few key phrases that I'm looking for. And this came into my <laughs> into my mailbox. Um, this, is, this is at pehub.com, a community for professionals in private capital. This is not a website that I frequent. Um, I don't have any capital, <laughs> so um, I, guess, I, I guess I haven't had much need for this website in the past. Um, but here it is, article uh, dated June 1st, just this past Wednesday. Veritas Financial Partners, it reads, has provided undisclosed financing to Archie Comics publications. According to the company, the capital will be used to support the company's current publishing operations, as well as for expansion and diversification into various media segments. Um, it goes on to say, headquartered in Pelham, New York, Archie Comics is a comic book publisher that's renowned for its gallery of iconic characters, including Archie, Jughead, Betty, and Veronica. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know much more than that. Um, actually, that's exactly what I know. It mentions later on uh, that Veritas, uh, it reads, Veritas Financial Partners is a specialty finance firm that provides 2 to 15 million senior secured credit solutions to businesses across various industries. Um... So, I I know what you know, but let's spitball a little bit. Let's 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 take that information and, and spin out a little bit. This, uh, I mean, this could mean a number of things. This this could mean that um, that we've got more books coming. That a, you know, a diversification of the brand is coming. This mean this could mean that. Uh, we're getting more new Riverdale books. This could mean that we're getting more new stories in the digests. Who knows? Maybe, um, you know, like any other comic book publisher, I'm sure that Archie is looking to take more ownership of the media that's created based on their properties. Um you know, if you if you if you want to look at Archie Studios, if you want to look at uh, Warner Brothers making the DC films, Warner Brothers, you know, DC moving to the West Coast to be closer to that branch of things, the sort of like uh, I don't know if that's is that synergy? Is this occasion in which you use the term synergy between um, the media that's made based on your characters? And uh, and your company that that owns those characters. So making that media or, or being partners with people who make that media, as opposed to licensing your intellectual property out to others, that's a possibility. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I I think that the the 
the thing that I thought immediately was um, even if Riverdale, the uh, the TV show coming to CW um, mid-season next year, even if that is not something that you're excited about or into, um, I think that that uh, getting that deal to happen and having that show now be a thing that is, you know, going to happen, going to be filmed, going to be televised, has to have something to do with the fact, the the result that Archie is now receiving uh, these kind of loans, these sort of uh, finance options. Um, so even if you are not psyched about the TV show, I think that this might be one of the good things to come from it. Um, this is definitely, you know, a feather in Archie Comics' cap. If they're going to look for financing to be able to say, um, you know, listen, we own this vast library of IP is one thing. To say, we're publishing these books as best we can is another thing. But to say, we have this library of IP, we are publishing these books, and we have a major primetime television show coming next year has got to be... Uh, you know, has had to have had a big part in uh, in securing this funding. So, I don't know. Uh, like you, I will wait and see exactly what comes of this. But it's only going to be good things for us, I would think. It's only going to be more comic books and more media and more cool things, right? I guess we'll all wait and see. But um, that is the news of the week. Uh, finances, money being dumped into Archie Comics. All right, let's uh, let's continue to be serious. Let's continue. To be Every time I say that, it makes me laugh. Um, that's a little joke for myself, I guess. Getting serious about new releases. New releases for this past, or new release for this past Wednesday, uh, June 1st, Jughead and Archie Comics Double Digest, number 21, of course, our book of the week. Um, looking ahead to next week, this coming Wednesday the 8th, we're looking at Archie Comics Double Digest, number 269, as well as Sonic the Hedgehog, number 282. That's got a couple covers on there, an A cover, a B cover, um, so be on the lookout for those when you head out to shops. Also out as a digital exclusive this week. Looks like the digital exclusives are back on track, which is great to see. A new in the series of Archie 75 years. This is Laugh Comics. Um, the the late Laugh Comics, um, which was an, an important title, which ran for a very, very long time. I'm looking now through the table of contents. Um, this runs from Laugh Comics number 20 in 1946. It has various stories throughout the decades. The final one being from Laugh number 27, oddly enough, after a renumbering of sorts, um, from 1989. So you got a big, wide swath of stories from that title. Um, so if you're unaware of Laugh, this might be a great way to uh, get in there and learn a little bit about what was going on in this title and what was happening there. So there you have it. Those are your new releases for this past Wednesday the 1st, this coming Wednesday the 8th, and your digital exclusive of the week from Archie Comics.
All right, folks, this week we got a voicemail, and not just any voicemail. Um, well, we got a little, uh, a little sound file emailed to us. What do we call those these days? Voice memos? Is that what we call those? Um, uh, this was a great idea. Um, you know, uh, record your thoughts on your computer, on your smartphone, or whatever. Uh, email them right to me. We'll play them here. Just as easy as making that phone call. Um, and maybe gives you guys a little more control or a little more time or a little say-so about, uh, you know, what you sound like, how you feel uh, about your recording, any of that. So that's always an option, guys. I hadn't even thought of that. If you want to record a voice memo and send it along to Riverdale Podcast at yahoo.com, uh, go ahead and do that. Um, let's do it. I haven't even listened to this call yet. We're going to listen to it together right now. Hello, Jonathan. This is Jeremy B. Ment, host of the Doctor Who Panel to Panel Comic Podcast. I've been a longtime listener of your show, and I'm one of your Iowa fans. I just wanted to uh, give a message and comment on following along a comic book that runs uh, not on a regular monthly basis and always falls behind late. Uh, in my past, I ran a comic book store for about 15 years, and there was plenty of comics during that time that would always uh, fall behind schedule, and I'd always have customers wondering when the next issue of, say, The Ultimates was coming out because Brian Hitch was known to be late on more than one occasion. Uh, my opinion, as far as a comic being late, uh, my reading of Afterlife with Archie has probably suffered a little bit. Um, granted, I jumped on the bandwagon late, and uh, I picked up the trade paperback for the first issues, and I've been reading uh, the monthly, or the issue-by-issue issue ever since. And for me, I'm almost to the point where I'm just going to wait for the next trade paperback to come out, just because it's. I would rather read it all in one lump sum, at least in that story, than uh, especially reading it from issue to issue and having to wait two or three months between issues when it turns into a quarterly magazine. Um, but the customers that I always uh, dealt with, the majority of them, if it's a really, really good book with a really strong story and really good artwork, they're willing to wait for it to come out. They would rather uh, have the artists that they enjoy as opposed to having uh, a, a, a second grade or a second tier level artist come in to make up that, that time difference in the book. Uh, same with the writing. If, if it's a, a writer that is a very strong storyteller, uh, they would rather have that writer continue to write the book even if he falls behind schedule as opposed to having somebody else come in and take over and maybe uh, go in a different direction or not follow the original writer's notes. So it, it kind of it varies from person to person. The majority of people would rather wait, uh, at least in my experience, people I've talked to, would rather wait for the, the book that they are following, uh, the writer and artist that they're following, to come out with the issue. They usually don't care how long it, it, wait, it takes. Um, how they go about doing that, whether they just wait for the trade to come out and just buy it once every year or two years, however, you know, however long it is, or if they just wait from issue to issue, that kind of varies. Uh, my pers me personally, depends on the book. Like I said, After Life with Archie, I think I'm going to be switching to the trade paperback just because I started out by reading the trade paperback since I got in late. Uh, as far as other comics go that fall behind schedule, those I'm willing to wait for. In fact, the, the Dark Circle line, I'm willing to wait issue by issue just because I like those books so well. Anyway, with all that being said, if there's any Doctor Who fans out there that like Doctor Who comics, feel free to search for Doctor Who panel to panel on the internet. And sorry, I had to get in a cheap plug. And uh, Jonathan, I love your show. I listen to it every week. And with that, bye. Awesome. Jeremy, thanks for listening. And I'm glad you threw that plug in there because if you didn't, uh, I would throw one in for you now. So uh, no, nothing cheap about that plug. I love it.
Um, and do go check out that podcast. I'm not a Doctor Who guy, so unfortunately I haven't. But as he said, if you are, then you should. There we go. Um, I thought there were some good thoughts in here, Jeremy. Of course, it's not uh, you are as even-handed as I am about things, which I like. Um, some things work for some people. Some other things work for some other people. Um, but I thought you brought in an interesting point. Well, first of all, I love when you mentioned <laughs> that uh, you were you were going to read the trade instead of the monthly, and then you corrected yourself to like the issues. I guess it certainly is not a monthly. Um, I guess first I should state that um, Jeremy is responding to last week's conversation about afterlife and the fact that afterlife is. As everyone knows, Notoriously Late comes out when it's ready, basically, and whether uh, I had posed the question of whether that's going to affect whether someone reads it. And I was thinking very much in a sort of black and white way of like, um, are you still enjoying reading it or are you not enjoying reading it? Are you going to keep up with it or are you not going to keep up with it? Um, and, uh, and, and you brought in this, uh, this great other angle of like just waiting for the trades. There are lots of folks who even with monthly books just wait for the trades. And I think that if you're going to be waiting a year for an issue or eight months or five months or however it is, um, might it be just that much or just as easy to wait uh, two years, three years, and then just pick up the trade? Maybe maybe that's not such a difference. Um, but I do appreciate your... Uh, I love your thoughts on it. And I love that you threw in your love for Dark Circle. Because... Um, I mean, maybe I've mentioned it on this show. Maybe I haven't, but the Dark Circle books are something that I, I am not keeping up with anymore. Um, because, gosh, I guess due to the infrequency of them. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. I hadn't really, I mean, maybe Dark Circle should have come into the conversation last week because those are definitely books I'm, I'm not following anymore because I'm not sure when we're going to see the next one. I feel like I have a certain amount of faith in Afterlife um, and I'm invested in a way in Afterlife in a way that I'm not invested in the other books. Um, especially, I was particularly excited about The Shield. I'm actually looking next to me at a, a, um, a Dark Circle poster that, uh, that they gave away at New York Comic Con. Um, a couple years back. It's got the shield front and center. Um, and I was really, really excited for that book. And when that first issue hit, um, I talked about it here on the show, and I, and there just wasn't enough there. I feel like most of what we got in the first issue was also present in this in the solicitations. And then it was many months before we got the second one, and maybe I didn't get around to reading it that week, and I I've, I've still haven't read it. Um, and I honestly don't, I don't think we've seen a third issue, but I honestly don't know. And I, as the guy who has the Archie Comics podcast, should probably know that kind of stuff. But, uh, but there it is. I hope I responded to all of your par- points, uh, Jeremy. And uh, thank you so much for uh, recording and, and, and sending and calling and whatever it is we're going to consider. Thanks for voice memoing in um, with your thoughts. If anybody else, as I said, if anybody else wants to do that, I would love to hear uh, a variety of voices on the show, a variety of opinions on the show. Um, so keep your thoughts coming um, and go check out Jeremy's podcast. If you're into Doctor Who, um, get, in, get into Doctor Who comics. Why not? Um, there we go. Let's head to the end of the show and wrap things up. All 
All right, on the way out today, I want to remind everybody that we update every Saturday morning. And every Saturday morning, you can find us at RiverdalePodcast.com. You can also find us on Stitcher and iTunes. If you subscribe on iTunes and listen through iTunes, please write a review in iTunes. That would be fantastic. That really, really helps people find the show. Um, You can always get in touch by uh, (laughs) writing or sending a voice memo to RiverdalePodcast at Yahoo.com. You can get in touch with us, find us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can also go to riverdalepodcast.com slash ask. You'll get a little box there, submit your question or thought or whatever. And that'll be a uh, little head right over my way, and I'll respond to you. Um, and uh, just as a reminder, the Riverdale Podcast Book Club, the very first episode is coming up in just a few weeks. We'll be talking about that first Archie trade. First trade of the first um, five issues of the the new Riverdale Archie series, uh, written by Mark Wade, drawn by a few different folks. Um, if you want to get in on that discussion, uh, send me a message, uh, send me a voicemail, uh, you know, or uh, just check up, pick up those issues, reread them, read that trade, um, and then uh, tune in in a few weeks, and we'll have a big long conversation with some special guests, all about that book so look forward to that that's going to be a lot of fun on the way out i want to say a big thank you to all the subscribers on patreon um you got a video just last week hopefully you watched and enjoyed that it'll be a new one coming uh in the coming month in the next few weeks so um yes everyone who subscribes on patreon gets a free monthly exclusive video of of me uh, talking just like i am now so uh, if you're interested Head over to patreon.com slash Riverdale podcast to make your contribution there. We will wrap it up right there. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for tuning in every week. I do appreciate it um, and hope that you guys have some fun with it every week. My name is Jonathan, and I'll see you again next week right here in lovely Riverdale, USA.